Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Take it, talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It is a Friday morning good time edition of the Daily Tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM. It's also a football Friday coming up. Of course, we're going to talk about Super Bowl 58 and where all the money is headed as we gear up for the Chiefs and the 49ers in Las Vegas at 820. All right. We've talked about it enough. We've analyzed it from every angle. We've looked at all the prop bets. We've covered it in every way possible now it's time to lock in our picks for the big game on sunday and then we wrap things up on this friday with our best bets chelsea what do you think is going to happen when it comes to the chiefs and Kadarius tony because he's been working out with the team but he hasn't played over the past couple weeks and the Chiefs said well it's because he's injured and so we're holding him back and he went off on this rant about how he's not injured and he's fine. And then when he got blowback, what did he do? Ah, I wasn't talking about you guys. I, I was talking about the Giants. I, it wasn't you. It was the Giants the entire time. And everyone's like, okay, you were definitely talking about the Chiefs. This is a guy who had a huge impact in last year's Super Bowl. Now, he's had issues catching the ball this season, but he has been working out with the team. Is there any chance at all 
that this guy that nobody is talking about, and we really don't know if he's going to play or not, could actually have some sort of impact in this game? There's definitely a chance because that's the thing about Kadarius Tony, and that's why people have put up with some of his antics because he has an extremely high upside. It's kind of like NBA players. You know, some of them are divas, but because they are so good at what they do, people choose to accept it. Now, it hasn't been the case this year. He hasn't been very good. So when you have both things going the opposite direction where you're not catching passes, you're doing these dumb penalties, and you're doing like these things on social media that people are Mm -hmm. kind of shaking their heads at, obviously you probably don't want him on the sidelines. But I'm not going to rule it out because one would think if it is the Super Bowl, you want to use everything possible to your advantage, especially – a weapon that maybe is not on film as much. And like, I'm not saying people don't know what he brings to the table. I am just saying if there is any element of surprise that Andy Reid could possibly throw out there, you know, maybe it's worth considering. Do you think Patrick Mahomes has any say in this? Because I feel like he has looked Mm. especially disgusted with Kadarius (laughs) Tony. And similar to basketball, do you think, you know, the player has the say here? Because we've seen this in the NBA. If a star player does not like a said role player, that role Mm -hmm. player does not see much time playing. Do you think Patrick Holmes uh, has any say here? And do you think this impacts, you know, whether he's on the field or not? I absolutely think Patrick Mahomes has a say here. And I also think it, it depends on how he looks in practice this week. Like, is he catching the ball? Is he... Is he staying in line? Is he being a team player? Because when you act out, seriously, if you're acting out on Instagram and blaming your oh, own Oh, I thought team you meant he, online. Because, like, you know, wasn't that the thing? Is his oh, foot was over the line? I thought you were making oh, no. a joke. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that's good. I didn't, I didn't even catch that. I'm just, I don't know how he's looking at practice or if he's regained the trust of his team. That's something we just don't know, right? Right. So I would think maybe he plays a little bit. He's such a he's such a weapon, like especially on special teams, that maybe you put him in there in that respect. But I don't know if you necessarily trust him at this point to go out and catch passes. So maybe he plays somewhat, just not as much as he did last year or as he did during the regular season when he was dropping everything that came his way. Yeah, I think a lot of this depends on the trust issues. And I am not inside the minds of the Kansas City Chiefs. So this feels like something I cannot predict. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Something just to take into account. I wonder what his props are. If you really think he's going to play and have an impact, I'm sure you can get a ton of value, but I I don't trust the guy. Not at all. Chelsea, where is the money going when it comes to Super Bowl 58? The states with the most tickets on the Super Bowl, Michigan, Arizona, Colorado, Nevada, Illinois. And then let's look at Kansas. Not surprisingly, Betting on the Super Bowl, oh, my God. You talk about everybody being on the Chiefs. 93% of the bets in the state of Kansas on the Chiefs' money line plus 110. 92% of the bets on the Chiefs plus two. Travis Kelsey, the most bet player to score a touchdown and win MVP. 99% of the bets are on Isaiah Pacheco to go over his rushing prop. And 99% of the bets or on Brock Purdy to throw an interception. So not only are they going heavy on the Chiefs, they're like, oh, Brock Purdy, guess what? You're going to throw a pick as well. Of course, the state of Kansas going nuts. Well, at least their bets are correlated. You know, they're all pointing in the same direction. 
And mm-hmm. here's where I'm wondering, maybe we have a blind spot because we keep saying, oh, all the money is on the Chiefs. Everybody thinks the Chiefs are going to win this game. You know what state does not have legalized sports betting? State of California. So I'm yeah. thinking that because of the state of Kansas, they have legalized sports betting. So we are saying, of course, they are going to be betting on the Chiefs. But if California were to have a say, maybe this would be different. Do you think mm-hmm. people in the state of California would be betting on the Niners? And I'm sure there are other avenues mm-hmm. you know, to bet on games. And we are kind of in an echo chamber where we hear about all of the other gambling analysts' opinions. We hear about all of the talking heads on ESPN or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it does feel like it's a majority leaning towards the Chiefs. Sure. But is there something in here with, you know, the legalized sports betting not being available in California that you think skews the numbers at all? I think somewhat. I I certainly think because I feel like California is a little more transient than Kansas. Like people aren't rushing Mm -hmm. to move to Kansas. It's, It's not a knock. I just feel like that's a fact. A lot more people would move out west. So I think we would see a little more variance. We wouldn't see 99% of the bets in California on the Niners. And also... When you're talking about California, they have different teams, right? Not everyone is a Niners fan. Mm. You may have Rams fans. You may have Chargers fans, whatever. So so it's not like the entire state is pulling for one team like is happening in Kansas. But what I do think is fascinating is that in the states where gambling is legalized, every single state where you have bet MGM, every single state, is on the Chiefs plus 110 on the money line compared to the Niners. Every single state is also on the Chiefs plus two. Not a single state in which bet MGM is available to you to place your bets. There's not a single state where the Niners are the favorites or getting the majority of the bets on the money line or laying the two. When I say everyone is on the Chiefs, I mean everyone is on the Chiefs. Yeah, they've won the popular and the electoral college, you know, when it comes to if you did it like a presidential election. But here's the thing. There is a reason that they still play the game. You know, this is not Mm -hmm. the deciding factor. You know, you don't vote on it. And then it's like, well, everybody Mm -hmm. voted. We've decided the Chiefs are the winners. You still got to play the game. And I do think that these teams are not far apart enough to Mm -hmm. where, you know, there's not some element of chance. And there is not some element of like, okay, it's the team who executes the best. Because Jenks, I was talking about this. I can't remember if it was you or somebody else. We see this all the time in championship games. The best team doesn't always win. And honestly, I don't even think you can say that like the Chiefs are hands down the best team in this. So it just feels like it's a coin flip to me. So I understand why the majority of people are on the Chiefs. There are plenty of reasons there. But Mm -hmm. I feel like we're going to see a close game. Oh, I absolutely think we're going to see a close game. The number is the number. It's just two. And honestly, when we we go back to this game, when you look at the defenses involved, I think just because of the defenses, I I can't imagine one defense or the other, no matter what side you're on, getting blown up. Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I... Even even if the Chiefs win this game, they may very well do it. But they went up against a very good Ravens defense last week, didn't score a point in the second half. And I keep pointing that out because these defenses are both so good that I can absolutely see that that being the differentiator that keeps this game super, super close. Can you foresee a situation where either side just runs up the score on the other? I can't see that at all. 
I don't either because both these teams are also resilient. Like I don't mm-hmm. see the Kansas City Chiefs folding. And we have seen the Niners come from big deficits in their last two games. So I just don't see anybody getting blown out here. But we were given a bunch of these different graphics that are kind of showing where the bets are going from BetMGM. And I think the most fascinating one is not the majority bets, but it's the one on the total. If you look at the the graph where it shows every single state with the exception Mm -hmm. of one is on the over. The only state that has the majority of the bets on the under Mm -hmm. is Kansas. Do you think this is because Chiefs fans have been following this defense more closely than maybe some other fans? Absolutely. If you're outside of Kansas, then look, we do a lot of deep dives on this show, and I'm not I'm not taking a shot at anyone who is betting for whatever your bet may be. But I've said this before. If you talk to casual bettors, they don't do a ton of research. Do you know what I mean? You look at a game mm-hmm. and you say, Oh, I see Patrick Mahomes. I see, I see a lot of weapons on the Niners. This is definitely gonna go over. And and for a lot of betters, that's the handicap. That's how much time they spend thinking about it. This is what we do every single day. So it's different for us. Most people aren't putting in this much analysis, which is not to say it's right or wrong. That's just how it is. So my point is that if you're not following the Chiefs closely, like fans in Kansas are, then you're thinking it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. It's it's Debo Samuel. It's Christian McCaffrey. There's going to be a ton of points in this game. But if you're following the Chiefs closely, like people in Kansas do, they say, you know, yes, all of those things are true, but we've been winning games this season with our defense. And that's why I think because they follow these things more closely, that's why they're hitting the under. Yeah, and if you've been watching, Patrick Mahomes did not put put up career numbers this year. And it's not because he is a bad quarterback. It's just it hasn't been an offensive year to remember for Kansas City. In fact, there has been games where the offense has not looked good. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's not necessarily the public's fault either because if you're not in Kansas City, there are certain times where if you don't have Sunday ticket or whatever, you can't even watch their games. So like the people in Kansas actually have the opportunity to watch. So, you know, certain people in New York or wherever, unless it's the big national game, which sometimes it is the Chiefs game, but Mm -hmm. they don't even get the opportunity to watch all of these games. So we'll see if that is the one outlier that is predictive of what we actually see. I keep bracing myself and Mm -hmm. thinking the sports books, God, they're either going to clean up or they're going to get roasted. Do you think they're getting nervous about this game? They're going to be rooting so hard for San Francisco, one would imagine. Yes, and when we were talking to John Ewing from BetMGM earlier this week, and I'm glad he corrected me on this because the biggest – liability futures wise is on the 49ers right but and so Mm -hmm. i thought well that's why they're not moving the number that's why they want this chief's money well now things have switched because so many people are on the chiefs that that liability on this game alone far outweighs the liability they had on the niners going into this game so now they need the niners all of a sudden in a big way and that's another reason why i'm gonna be on san francisco but you are correct that if kansas city wins this game because or all they have to do is cover or win because it doesn't matter if it's a spread or money line everyone's on the chiefs then yeah it's going to be a it is going to be a rough day for las vegas and i don't see it happening that's one of the reasons why i'm going with san francisco i'm locked in 
Ooh. The only other fascinating thing I saw with some of these graphics is that mm -hmm. everybody's on the Chiefs to win the game, but not everybody is on a Chiefs player to win MVP. And a lot of this is yeah. numbers dependent. We know this. It's pretty much split where we have um, half of the country looks like, roughly half, maybe a little bit more, betting on Travis Kelsey to win MVP. We know he's a popular bet, yeah. and you can see why. But in, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven states, Christian McCaffrey's the favorite. What are these people doing? These states are voting for the Chiefs <laughs> to win the game, but Christian McCaffrey to win the MVP? Does somebody need I to tell them how MVP works? Guys, so you think the Chiefs are going to win, but I'll tell you something. Let's give the MVP to Christian McCaffrey. Matt says they're they're hedging. They, they could be. Has there ever yes. been? Casual betters, hedging. Yeah. Sounds like something that, you know, Timmy at the gym's <laughs> doing. Jenks, have you ever heard of, like, one of your just casual friends hedging a bet? I don't feel like it's very common. No. I, the only people I hear that hedge are people who are really into sports betting. But as far as, like, people who just right. like to bet on games, I don't hear. I, In fact, I hardly ever hear hedging. It's just, no, this is my bet. This is what I'm going with. That's it. End of story. Which, you yeah. know what? I get it. That's where you have to put a lot more thought into it. And man, who wants to do that? You just want to throw down your squares on a Super Bowl and hope for a win. Coming up next, hey, we've been talking about it. We're going to continue to do so. But now we got to lock in the picks officially. And everyone on the show will do it. She's Chelsea. I'm Jinx. It's a daily tip for Back to Out presented by Madam Jim. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. on a Friday morning get time edition. I'm Michael Jenkins. She is Chelsea Messenger. Coming up, no more of that wishy-washy stuff. Our official fix for Super Bowl 58, and we'll make sure everyone gets a chance to call their shot. Chelsea, how, how much are you able to be influenced when it comes to purchasing things? Because, man, I am such a sucker sometimes. Last night, the lovely Catherine and I went to a wine tasting there is a, a place here in D.C. It just opened up. It's called Urban Grape. It's a black-owned business, and it's awesome. So they had a wine tasting from 6 to 8, and they had all of these different proprietors here in D.C. One guy who came down from Boston who started this company, and he was here pouring wine. It was so cool. And then I started talking to this guy from here in D.C., and we were having a bourbon tasting and he has created this bourbon and we we're just talking about it that is dc based and each and every label has a picture on it that represents something from a particular neighborhood in dc and every single thing he produces is named 
after a street in D.C., and then the label correlates with something historical that happened on that street. And I got sucked in. I'm like, this is so cool. And it was delicious. And I was like, oh, this is a free wine tasting. Did I buy that bottle? Yes. Yes, I did. Plus, I'm helping the community. I had a good time. But, man, I get sucked in so easily like that. Does that happen to you or am I just a sucker? No, that doesn't sound like a sucker purchase. Like, you will probably drink it. It feels like you like it and you're supporting your friend and your com- community. So it feels like a yeah. win-win for me. I feel like the sucker purchases are things that you do not need that you are simply buying because some influencer did it. Like Stanley Cups are, you know, pretty high on the list for me. At least when we're talking about recent trends. Because I will say, well, Jenks, didn't you say you didn't buy it for yourself? So you no, are influenced. Because I, too, have a massive jug of water, but it's not the Stanley brand. I got this from the grocery store. Because I do think... Hanley. Stanley. (laughs) Stanley. No, I think it's... Shanley. Oh, God. Shanley. Gary Shanley. Um, I got a Gary Shanley cup. No, but I understand that it is making me drink more water. Have you noticed that? As somebody who... You mm-hmm. never drink water. Do you drink more water with that big ostentatious yeah. cup in front of you? Oh, that is a great word. I love ostentatious. Well done. Yeah, I do. Catherine got that. I mean, she got it engraved for me. So it was a very special gift and I'm very appreciative of it. And I, I was not really familiar with Stanley Cups, but I will say this. Forget about it being an actual Stanley Cup. It's more about just having something to drink out of and having water available at all times. But yes, I do find myself carrying this around drinking water on a regular basis, not because it's something that influenced me, but just because I have it available to me, which I wouldn't have had before. How do you sit when it comes to logos and big brand names? Because I think Mm -hmm. this is the dividing line for me. Those people who buy, you know, the expensive labels just because it says, you know, Gucci or whatever on it. I don't believe in that. I understand if you want to buy something that is a quality garment and, you know, Mm -hmm. say it's like a coat that's going to last you multiple years and the quality is better because, you know, Amazon quality, Forever 21, some of it just Mm -hmm. ain't cutting it. But I do feel like there's like a middle ground there to where you shouldn't be buying things just because it says Gucci on it. Do you own a lot of labels? I don't Uh, think you strike me as somebody like that. No, not. I mean, I have a couple of nice things for sure, but as far as if you walked into my closet, you wouldn't be like, Oh wow. Like I have a couple of nice things. Like I have a nice watch. I have a nice wallet, both of which were gifts, which I didn't buy for Mm -hmm. myself. And outside of that, yeah, every now and then I'll splurge on, you know what? This shirt is really nice. I think I'll spend a little more than I would, but I don't have some sort of amazing closet. I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm big on, I want to make sure that I purchase something that is going to last. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to go so, so inexpensive where, yeah it's like i want something i'm a little older now i can afford a little more but i i never go crazy on clothes or big names if i really really want i'm more of like a phone person right like i just got the new mm-hmm. galaxy s24 plus that's that's what excites me like i'm a big technological person so when a new phone comes out i like to do that but outside of that i'm not a big labels person where uh, the only thing i wear is balenciaga or uh, gucci or whatever i'm not even i don't even know a ton of you know nailed it you got two whatever i got two 
whatever. So no, I'm not a big brand name person. If I like something, sure, from time to time, but I don't go crazy. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist. A confidence boost before your interview? Or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday? There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. I think it kind of gives me the ick when somebody's all about labels. Because mm-hmm. doesn't it show like their, their priorities in life? And yeah. it tends to sway towards people who are like super materialistic. And I don't necessarily think that I vibe well with those type of people. It's mm-hmm. one thing if you're into fashion. I get that. Because that's right. like your life and that is your interest. But do you know the type of people I'm talking about? I felt yes. like it was more prevalent when you're younger. It almost feels like a younger, like a more juvenile trait. And like, yes. I know it sounds like I'm throwing these people under the bus, but do you get the the point that I'm trying to make? Yes, absolutely. Where it it it, it mattered more or as you get older, you would hope that that sort of thing sort of fades a little bit. And if you want to, if look, if you're really into fashion, you like nice things, nothing wrong with that. Okay. But ultimately I think when you're younger, you put more emphasis on it and give it more importance mm-hmm. than it really deserves. If that makes sense. Here's the one example that I think of like growing up in a small town, uh, all the girls wanted a certain coach bag. And it's uh-huh. not like all of these girls, like these are high school girls from yeah. middle range income families. And it's just because mm-hmm. the popular girl in school had this one bag, everybody had to get it just because it said coach on it. Like that is a great example of being influenced to buy something. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, hey, I really wanted this bag. It's like everybody else had it. And of course, right. that's what you do when you're like a high school girl. You do dumb things like that. What a weird road uh, that we've gone down. In case anybody <laughs> was wondering, you know, my take on logo people, there you have it. Hey, well, hey, if you were wondering, now you got it. We're about to get into our picks, our official picks for Super Bowl 58, but we have to remind everyone about the big game prop bet challenge, baby. BetMGM, our good friends at BetMGM, king of sportsbooks, they are giving sportsbook customers a chance to win a grand prize of up to $58,000 if you can predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of the eligible users, and it's really easy to do. Just get on the BetMGM app, go to BetMGM.com, find the promotions tab, Enter the big game prop bet challenge for your chance to win $58,000. All right, here we go. Two full weeks of getting ready for this. And I got to say, Chelsea, I'm like you. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm ready to be about it. We're going to start with Matt here. Now, Matt's having issues with his internet. I think he still has dial-up. He's saying Chiefs win 24-17. That is Matty's official pick. Matt, we can't see you but we are with you in spirit. Double D, you big old lug. Get on in here, big dog. Tell us who you're picking and why. Uh, I am taking Niners to win 31-30. I think you're giving two of the greatest offensive minds in the game right now two weeks to prepare and scheme against these defenses which San Francisco's hasn't looked great in the playoffs, mind you, but it has been a stellar defense throughout the year. And 
Kansas City is susceptible to the run. So that being said, I think we're going to go over in this game. I think it's going to be a last-second field goal by Mr. Moody, the rookie kicker from Michigan, to win the game for the 49ers. How about that? Even calling the end of the game, Double D? All right. I like it. Let's move to Bill Rowland. Now, Bill, good morning to you. What are you thinking here? Uh, I'm also on the Niners. I'm also on a last-second score. But this is going to be a Christian McCaffrey touchdown to win the game late. In fact, for the third straight game, the 49ers will be trailing, entering the fourth quarter. They will rally to win this game, McCaffrey, your MVP, the Niners score late, and they win it 27-20, and we don't have to hear about Taylor Swift in the postgame. <laughs> that might be my favorite prediction of all. Oh, my God. I like how everybody's calling the last play of the game or what's going to happen. All right, Chelsea, you're up. Batter up. Where are you going? It's wild to me that the majority of our show is on the Niners. Like, I thought I was going to be coming on here and be like, okay, am I going to have to take the Niners? Because nobody wants to do the thing like the panel on Sunday Night Football where everybody picks the same team. And, you know, that's a recipe for disaster. Uh, So I am on the Chiefs. I'm going to go with my gut feeling here. Going to be on the Chiefs. But the final score is where things started to get tricky. Because you're doing the mental math and you're like, okay, I do think there's going to be some field goals in this game. So does that need to reflect in my final score? I'm going to go Chiefs 27 24. I think both these offenses can get some things cooking because obviously they have premier weapons on both sides of the ball. But I do think we see things clamp up in the second half. Both of these defenses have been much better in the second half. So I think that it's going to be a nail biter towards the end. Both these teams playing conservative. Whoever has a lead in the second half, don't you think they're going to try to run the ball? Both these teams can run the ball, and I think they will. So we'll do 27 24. I think the Niners maybe have a chance at the end and they don't get it. And the Chiefs make a big stop. That's going to be my prediction. All right. Full disclosure here. Online, earlier in the week, BetQL said, send us your bets, put it in the spreadsheet, and I picked the Chiefs. So I am going against that bet. I have thought about it. I talked myself into the Chiefs and I don't like it. So I am not trying to bamboozle anyone here if you see me picking the chiefs i was wrong all right i am sticking with the niners niners are going to win this thing 24 to 20 for reasons why i like this i feel like we've been bamboozled i feel like over the past couple of weeks and listen full credit to the chiefs right they've looked awesome but we have suddenly just acted like the regular season didn't count like the Niners weren't the best team in the NFL during the regular season. And we're getting caught up in this Mahomes magic and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Everyone is on the Chiefs. Everyone. And I'll say this, and I keep coming back to this. The Ravens could have been in that game against the Chiefs a couple weeks ago, and they blew it. Now, Kansas City won fair and square, but the Ravens just... They, they completely lost their minds and got away from what made them so good. You run the ball all season long. You're the best team in the NFL at running the ball. And the Chiefs are vulnerable against the run. And then you stop running the ball. 
Like they shot themselves in the foot. So if I'm looking at that game, I think the Ravens lost it more than I think the Chiefs won it. Chiefs didn't even score in the second half. We're acting like the Niners are an afterthought because they haven't looked as dominant as we saw during the regular season. I think we see some positive regression from the Niners and some negative regression from the Chiefs. All we need to see is a great game from Brock Purdy. I think we're going to get that. I think everyone is on the Chiefs. The numbers bear that out. And this is when Vegas rakes Niners over the Chiefs 24-20. Ooh, you got a Super Bowl MVP prediction? I know Bill threw his in there. He seems very confident in every stage of his handicap. More confident than me. Jenks, do you have a an MVP pick for the Niners? McCaffrey. McCaffrey coming yeah. home. Because of game script, right? I think Brock Purdy is going to have a good game. But you put the ball in the hands of the guy who can do it all. He can run against the Chiefs defense, get him the ball in the flat, get him the ball across the middle. They're, you're going to have a hard time taking deep shots against the Chiefs and that secondary. But what you can do, because they're going to blitz and they're going to blitz quickly, is just get the ball out quickly on short Cross the field routes. Don't try to go deep every now and then. Pick your spots. The Ravens just didn't do that. I think the Niners will. And when they have the opportunity to go up against that Chiefs defense, it's going to be McCaffrey, McCaffrey, McCaffrey. So I think he's going to be the MVP. I do think he is the focal point of the offense. Like Mm -hmm. the Niners are not going to have a good game if he doesn't have a big game. Like I think we can all agree on that. And normally it's the quarterback that you say that about, but I think McCaffrey is just as important. Here's a question I have. Uh, my daughter has a McCaffrey uniform. It is a oh. Panthers uniform. Can she still wear this? Uniforms are expensive. A Panthers uniform? With no. McCaffrey. Oh, don't do that. Don't you do that. Don't you put some Panthers juju on Christian McCaffrey. Chelsea, it's time to go to Amazon, have an overnight Christian McCaffrey jersey, ship to Blake. Don't put that Panthers juju on her. Coming up next. No, we do Derrick Henry. We're not going to do a Niners uniform. Oh, okay. Well, coming up next, will we bet on the Super Bowl when it comes to our best bets? Find out next on the Daily Tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you all week. You better you bet and BetMGM tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app. Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Show. The Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. I'm Michael Jenkins. She is Chelsea Messenger. We've got best bets coming your way shortly. Chelsea, time for the old school Chelsea check-in. What's going on today? Are you going to buy some high-end fashion items? Are you going to go to the playground <laughs> with Blake? What are you going to do? What's going on? I think first on deck for me is I'm going to take a nap. It's been a long week, and I feel like I would like an hour to lay in bed and unwind, watch a show, and take a nap. Then after that, I absolutely have to go to the gym. 
I have been so miserably sick this week that I have missed some days going to the gym and it just mentally I'm not in a great place. Like I feel so like flabby and like this sounds ridiculous. I have missed two days of going to the gym and I feel like I have just turned into a pumpkin. Like that's, I know I'm a psycho, but it just, it feels odd to me because it is such a routine for me that it will be nice to get back to the gym today. Oh, I've worked out two straight days and I'm like, yeah, you're on a roll, man. Good job. Twice this week, you're getting it done. So it's funny how you look at things differently. Like you miss two days and you're like, oh my God, I'm the worst. And you're in great shape. Me, I'm just trying to get along, you know, trying to keep some of that old man strength going. But I know what you're saying. But we have our vacations coming up too. Like that's that's the other thing. I wanted to be in really great shape going into our trip. We're going to Orlando, which God, I know I roll, but we're going to Disney World for Blake. Uh, So it's going to be warmer weather. I want to be in good shape. And same goes for you guys. You guys are going to the beach. So what better time to try to be in shape? So I got to get on it next week. I hear you. Oh, Catherine was telling me yesterday, I swear to God. You know, we're trying to save money, as I always talk about on this show, and we're not, we're budgeting this weekend. We're like, all right, we want to get married. It's time to budget. She calls me yesterday. <laughs> I'm sitting at home. I get, and she never calls me from work. I'm like, hey, what's going on? She's like, hey, I want to run something about you. I was like, okay. She goes, I was talking to Alyssa. How would you feel? You know, I just want to see what you think. I was like, okay. About traveling to Munich in the fall and seeing Adele in concert. I'm like, Ooh. are you Munich? That sounds awesome. It does sound awesome. But also, if we're trying to save some cash and get ready for a potential wedding, then do I really need to be going to Munich, Germany to see Adele in concert? That sounds like that could be crazy expensive. Well, are you going to like see the city too? Because I think if you want to go to Europe, I think I'm all for it for you. Because as somebody who made a point to make a European trip this summer, or it's not even the summer, it's the spring. Mm-hmm. It's such a cool experience. Like everything there yeah. is so old and so different than here. So like you don't have anything holding you back here. Like you don't have kids. And maybe before you get That's married true. and before you have like things tying you down. But I will say this. If you have credit card points, that's when you should be like strategizing how to use credit card points to pay for your flight. That's how you can save a lot of money. Uh, that's true. And I used to never use credit cards because, well, I got rid of my credit card debt and I'm like, I'll never do this again. But also if you use it wisely, you know, then you use your credit card, then pay it off immediately. You don't have debt and you build up points. So that's the thing I got to get better at because I I had some old friends of mine and they used to pay for all sorts of trips because they use credit cards for everything and it would pay it off. And they just had a ton Mm -hmm. of points and I don't have that. So that's something I got to work on, Chelsea. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Props Better John Daigle will help the guys make some bets for the big game. And if you missed our conversation about what we expect to happen in Super Bowl 58, we've definitely got you covered. All you have to do is download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcast. Could be the App Store, could be the Google Play Store, wherever you go, we will be there. All right, let's do it, Chelsea. Find out who we have the most faith in today. Time to place your bets. I like it. Big card. What do we got? All right. Best bet of the weekend is, of course, going to be on the Super Bowl. And I will be rooting for the defenses, specifically in the second half of this game. This has been a trend that's super hot for the Chiefs all season long. The Kansas City Chiefs, 16-2 and 
to the second half under. I think it speaks volumes to their defense and the adjustments that they make at halftime. In fact, if you look at this defense all season long, the best second half defense in the entire NFL, giving up on average just 6.8 points per game. If you look at the Niners, their defense in the second half has been great too, ranking seventh overall in the league, giving up just 8.5 points per game. And I get what you're saying. These are two great offenses. Maybe it's a back and forth game, but think if one team has a lead in this game. I do think we see a more conservative approach in the biggest game of the year. Both of yeah. these teams have good weapons when it comes to their run game. I think they will use them. We have seen that with the Chiefs when they have a lead. They are very good at sustaining it by running the football. Same goes for the Niners. So I am expecting the points to die down in the second half. I will be on the second half under 24 and a half points for minus 122. Best bets for me. I do have one Super Bowl bet, but first, I'm going to the stick and puck tonight. Let's try and stay hot with hockey. Hens, money line, minus 115 in Minnesota. Here's the thing. Pittsburgh is very good defensively. They allow 2.64 goals per game. Minnesota is much worse. They give up 3.3 goals per game. And then there's the experience between the pipes. In his career against the Wild, Tristan Jerry for the Pens, 3-0-1. Never lost. Goals against average of 2.95. And if that's not enough, this is just a great matchup for the Pens. They have won nine of their last 10 against the Wild. It's a cheap price. Pens money line in Minnesota. Oh my God. Hockey season lasts forever, doesn't it? I feel like there's not a time of the year where hockey's not going. And of course, <laughs> Jinx is going to bet on it because Jinx loves hockey. All right, A-Ball, what do you think of our picks this weekend? Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> All right, so if you're new here, every single show we ask a Magic 8-Ball that we got from the toy store if he likes our picks because this is a very serious betting show. All right, how about mine? Chiefs and Niners, second half under 24 and a half points. 8-Ball, do we like it? As I see it, yes. One for oh. one, baby. Let's go for two. Let's go. All right. Let's Jinx go. is on the pens on the money line at the wild. Do we like it? Eight ball. Eight ball says, ask again later. All right. How uh, about now? Outlook not so good. Oh, well, my outlook is I don't care. If you want to check out the A-Ball, you can. But really, what you want to do is stream each and every show on the BetQL network. It's twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, what else you got in this Super Bowl? All right, next up, going to go with Brock Purdy over his rushing prop. 12 and a half yards. Feels like a very low and gettable number for somebody who's gone over this number in each of the playoff games so far. Plus, the matchup is good. Kansas City has not been great at defending running quarterbacks. And he doesn't need to get 45 yards here. He needs to get 12 and a half. They have given up this number to each opposing quarterback in the postseason thus far. And that includes Tua Tunga-Vailoa, who is not somebody who is along the lines of Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Josh Allen got his rushing prop in the first half against the Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Jackson did not get his, but his number was also very high. Still rushed for over 40 yards on the ground. So I'm going to go with Brock Purdy in a legacy game. This is the biggest game of his career. You think if there's a first down, he's not going to rush for it? If he sees an opening, he will put his body on the line, and I think that's the difference here. Let's go Brock Purdy over his rushing prop, 12 and a half. And then finally, 
This one feels like a simpleton bet, but I don't care. Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. This connection is the security blanket for Patrick Mahomes. This is the Brady and Gronk matchup. That why would you not expect this in the end zone? Uh, Bray, or excuse me, Travis Kelsey, similar to Gronk, has the size advantage on the defenders in the end zone. Why would you not throw it to him? This man has 19 career postseason touchdowns. Let's go Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown, minus 115 as well. Love those bets, and I won't I won't belabor the point, but I'm also on Brock Purdy over 12 and a half rushing yards. I'm like you. I just feel like that the Chiefs are going to blitz, 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 and there's going to be plenty of opportunities for him to take off. He's very similar to Patrick Mahomes in that, obviously different levels of quarterbacks but when it comes to being better runners than the average quarterback he can move so can Patrick but for for Purdy based on how I think Kansas City is going to go after him he said this in both playoff games I'm with you let's go over 12 and a half rushing yards for the Niners quarterback all right let's do your back to a five star best bets for everything you need to become a more informed and educated better you got to download the incredible BetQL app. Oh my God. Unbelievable. The Donkster, 14 1 and 1 in his last 16. Incredible. Fire it up, Double D. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. Thank you. I'm getting the tabulations as we speak from the BetQL mainframe. This better be Bucks. good. Oh, it's going to be, oh my God. Bucks minus 14 hosting the Hornets. I don't think so, Tim. Okay. Good luck with that, Donkster. Also, San Diego State money line in college basketball plus 115 at Nevada. Okay. And let's find out what's coming up next on BetQL Daily. And for that, we bring in our good friend, Joe Ostrowski. Joe, oh, good morning. Have you made your pick now for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, I have a pick to give out. Am I going to bet it? Do I have like 30 other bets that I'll make? Probably. I I don't think I'm going to bet on the side, though. But make a pick. I'll go with San Francisco. I I certainly understand the other side. Maybe I'm leaning the other way because I'm sick of a few things at some point. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with the Niners. That will be my selection in the game. But I not going to bet it. There are a bunch of other ways that I prefer to bet this game, including I'm with you guys three for three. What could go wrong? Purdy rushing yards. I'm on that as well. Um, I was reminded yesterday about what happened. Uh, was it a few years back? Do you guys remember Mahomes had the rushing yards? They're mm-hmm. up three nail down. They knelt like, down. Oh no. Oh no. So I was like, should we go with rushing attempts? Three and a half over that's plus money. But I'll, yeah, all these things you have to consider. Well, Joe, good to hear from you. Good luck on your bets. Have a great show and have a great weekend as well. That's going to do it for us on the Daily Tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. For my partner in crime, Chelsea Messenger, Bill Rowland, Matt Pisani, that big boy, David Double D, Dykstra, and the Donkster. I'm Michael Jenkins. Good luck on your bets. Enjoy the Super Bowl and stay fit and humble. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.